Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Welcome to the Manga Sensei Podcast Special Edition. This is a special podcast that I've been thinking about for a long time. And it's going to seem a little selfish, to be honest. Um, I tried to make this podcast majoritively about how to get better at Japanese, how to improve your Japanese. And if you want to skip this, um, feel free to. However, um, before you go, if you decide to go, um, we have started a new YouTube channel, which every single day like this podcast, instead of teaching grammar, I'll be teaching kanji on YouTube. Check in the show notes down below or simply look up Manga Sensei in the search bar on YouTube and you should find us right away. Every single day now, I'll be teaching grammar and also be doing this new YouTube channel, teaching a new kanji every single day, starting from ground up with one and moving on to two and three and four and going on from there. However, this podcast is special to me. Um, one year ago today, um, I started the Manga Sensei podcast. And uh, it's been a ride. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to kind of look back and talk a little bit about my ups and downs on this podcast. Talk a little bit about the uh, shift and change that the Manga Sensei podcast has gone on these two in this year. Um, and a little bit how this got started. See, a year ago... Um, a year and a month ago, my wife, uh, Christine, told me to, uh, <laughs> basically, told me to uh, just try something. See, I was really, really frustrated with the way that university was teaching Japanese. Um, I feel like I speak fairly decent Japanese. I've been speaking every day for about eight years now. And I was frustrated at the whole idea that it was not only being taught poorly, but it was being taught... Uh, I was be- I was learning useless things. I was learning I had to memorize a poem for a class and I was getting knocked from my handwriting even though I was correct on things. I would be able to speak and I've gotten job interviews and interpreted for major companies, but I would get knocked by a uh, little tiny things by missing up in class or not speaking enough or speaking too much and it was a lot of what I felt was really pee picking and I didn't like it especially because I love grammar. I particularly have a passion for Japanese grammar, if you notice. I mean, heck, I teach a podcast on it, right? But, um, and I wanted to give people an opportunity to learn Japanese in a way that could be done in bite-sized pieces. I wanted to create something that I could be proud of. I didn't know what I was going to do after university. I thought I was going to be like a lawyer or maybe I'd go and become a professor because I like Japanese and maybe I could teach it or something. But None of that sounded right to me, 
and I wanted to do something I could be and make myself. So I said I want to do a podcast. I really enjoyed podcasts. If you ever get a chance to listen to the Japanese History Podcast or what have you, there's tons of wonderful podcasts. And uh, I wanted to make something like that. And so I found a, a format, and I would just gave myself 30 days, and that's what became the 30-day challenge. I planned out the basics of Japanese, the things that would be most useful. It took me a month to plan, a couple days to record, and I recorded the 30-day challenge. It's now a major, not a major, but a minor phenomenon in the Japanese learning community. People are trying it every day. I get hundreds, if not thousands, of people to my website every single day t- trying it out and improving their Japanese, and it's something I'm proud of. And it slowly evolved. I uh, decided to do interviews after the 30-day challenge where I interviewed a friend in Japanese just trying to see if I liked it. And uh, I was able to interview some wonderful, wonderful people. And I have been able to interview wonderful people, and I will continue to be able to do so. I have many interviews here planned um, with bigger and better people than I started with. (laughs) I interviewed one of my teachers. I interviewed just random people that I thought were interesting in Japanese and tried to speak in Japanese. And, you know, it was really scary. See, I'm a 26-year-old kid. I started this when I was just barely turned 25, and I was going to speak Japanese, and I didn't know who would listen, but to put your language and your ability speaking uh, speaking is and knowledge of how to speak a language is scary. It, it really is. I mean, it's not like, hey, here, you're just going to say this, and people are going to love you for it. No, it's going to be, you're going to get criticized. I got hate mail um, for some of the things that I taught and that I was technically teaching it wrong or I was not teaching it the correct way, or I was not making perfect sense. And I'll openly admit that sometimes I was not making good sense. Heck, I got a letter last week from somebody claiming that I was confusing them, and they're not going to listen to me anymore, and what have you. And I don't care. If you don't listen to me, don't listen to me. I'm not perfect, and I that's why I made this podcast. See, I was so afraid of speaking Japanese incorrectly when I first learned it, but after learning that I could become fluent if I made 10,000 mistakes, every time I make a mistake now in Japanese or what have you, I just feel like I'm one step closer to becoming really good at something. I was able to speak fairly decently in Japanese after only living in Japan for eight months. I learned Japanese really quickly because I wasn't afraid of anything. I wasn't afraid to sound like an idiot. And I did. I sounded dumb and stupid and I couldn't get things right sometimes. And I made mistakes and I got better. And I'm not perfect now, but I still feel like I've gotten considerably better over time. And there are still mistakes that I made, but I'm not afraid of them anymore. And I didn't want people to be afraid to speak Japanese. I wanted Manga Sensei to be something that they could, that they wouldn't be, that would encourage them. I wanted to encourage people to speak Japanese. I love this language. I love Japanese. And I actually really care about teaching this to people, teaching in a way that makes sense. See, Japanese is about 40 years behind in where it comes to language research. The current way of teaching Japanese at most universities is based off of old textbooks that are how they originally taught English using rote conversations, not teaching the grammar in a pliable way, forcing you into a corner while the Japanese that's in the textbooks is over 40 plus years old. 
It doesn't teach you ways to conjugate adjectives, and it doesn't teach you how to actually say things, what the base te form actually does, where it comes from. It simply tells you that it's a form, and you got to memorize it, and this is the different meanings it can have, and that's not how grammar works. See, grammar is a fluid thing, and it can change, and it's morphing all the time, and so while these podcasts are fantastic and help you grow, in 10, 20 years, they're not going to be as useful. That's why I do one every day, and... Some won't change right away, but gram- grammar and languages are, are evolving. And there are ways that we teach now English, Spanish. They may not necessarily be good for teaching Japanese, for example, that are taught in our language. And there are other things, for example, how to learn language, learning grammar in a certain way, being able to speak right away, using full body movement, being able to use these techniques that they use in English teaching, which are fantastic and have helped people speak better English. I mean, how many people have you met of Japanese uh, from from Japan who speak wonderful English, but how many people have gone to Japan and speak poor Japanese? And I think you'll find a wide divide between the people who can speak good Japanese and the people who can speak good English by what they were taught and how they were taught to speak the language. And I wanted to do something. And this podcast has grown huge. Like I remember when I first hit a thousand listens total. It was over three months where I had finally hit 1,000 listens in one overall of all my podcasts. I had, I had 100 episodes out at that point almost. And after that, I was, but now I, I'm not bragging about this. I just want to show you how wonderful it is that people are joining in and speaking Japanese and not being afraid and trying. I get letters every single day of people saying, thank you for your podcast. It, I'm not afraid. Um, you helped me get over the hump. I'm able to figure this out now. I'm not worried about making mistakes. And that's what I want. And if you think for whatever reason that I'm teaching Japanese poorly and you may be right, I do my best. I do my due diligence. Most every single thing someone has told me, except for the two cases where people told me I was wrong on grammar, I have gone back and fixed it if I was wrong and apologized for it. But I do my due diligence. I look up the grammar. I know where to find it. I know how to look it up. And you know what? I may still make more mistakes, and I'm okay with that. But if you want to call me out for whatever it is for saying I'm not that great at teaching language, bring it on. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not backing down. I am not going to change this. I'm going to, if I'm going to change, I'm going to make it better. I want criticism. I'm welcoming it. It's fine. I lavish lavish it when I get criticized for something I said wrong in the language because I want to get better at it. But I'm going to keep telling people that they can speak Japanese, that they can make mistakes. I had someone criticize me over making mistakes in Japanese that I was encouraging people to speak poorly. I was encouraging people to disregard culture and to be loud and obnoxious. And that's not what I'm doing. But you know, if you have to be loud and obnoxious to try to learn this wonderful language, you be loud and obnoxious because you're going to get it. And I got your back through this. And we're going to learn this language. And we're going to get better at this language. We're going to be able to enjoy the wonderful Japanese culture and make friends that will last a lifetime. Some of my best friends, the best people I know are in Japan. And right now they're getting hit with tsunamis and they're getting hit with storms and they're getting hit with earthquakes and they're getting hit with all kinds of stuff. And you know what? Every single time my heart goes out to those people because I care. And I'm not going to stop teaching Japanese and I'm not going to stop showing people the culture and I'm not going to stop making mistakes and I'm not going to stop helping people learn this language. So send me all your hate mail. I'm ready for it.
because now I don't just have a thousand people listening overall. I have sometimes 10,000 people every single day who listen to this podcast. And I'm grateful for every single one of you on this podcast. I'm not a big emotional guy. I, I teach Japanese grammar. <laughs> like, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy this every single day, sitting down in front of the microphone and talking at my computer and thinking of people that I'm helping and the people that send me messages and the people who connect with me on Instagram or Twitter or where have you. And I'm really, really grateful to everyone who has supported me in making Manga Sensei in making this now company um cuz it's it's a it's an amazing thing being able to encourage people every single day and actually having something to back it up um we now have a team of people and it's not just me it's my the my Sore-chan and it's um our new investor gentleman and it's Yuri and it's Brittany and it's Colin and it's Riley and it's Ori, and it's all the wonderful people, and especially my wife, who named it, who told me I should do it, who encourages me when I'm getting frustrated with it, who picks me up when I get down on it, who tells me that I'm doing a good job, who encourages me to make kanji posters and to keep going with free content no matter what happens. And thank you. Thank you, um, wherever you are and whomever is listening right now to this podcast. Um. I do this for you and I don't know you and I thank you for listening to this podcast and I'm proud to be able to now do this podcast and now this new video channel that I have out on YouTube. Um, please check it out. Um, you'll be coming out every single day just like this. I'm doubling down on this. We have our 30-day challenge now has a book coming out. My first book be coming out in November. Um, we're going to be working on that very, very hard. I've written most of it. I'm just finishing up on it. If you'd like to pre-order that, it's on my website at mongadashinsei.com slash 30 days. And thank you so much for this one year of amazing, amazing things that we've been able to do together. I will continue doing my five-minute podcast, and I'll continue to teach you grammar and teaching you something new every day. Um, so that your Japanese can improve and my Japanese can improve and we will um, grow together. Um, and the last thing I want to think is uh, I tried to keep this very, very professional in here. I'm trying to get emotional. I'm not crying or anything. I'm just, I feel for this. Um, I also like to thank um, God. Um, I'm a religious person and you don't have to be, but uh, I am. And um just want to thank um whom I believe to be God in this um, uh, publicly, as I am a Mormon, and I'm grateful for the opportunity that I had to serve a mission in Japan. Um, it was it changed my life. I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to um, go to Japan and learn this language so I could come and be able to help you learn this language as well. Thank you. And um, thank you for listening to this weird podcast. Um, thank you for being a manga seito. Imakara bogomoto gubari taikara. Sore sa, oitsu demo shitsumon toka bunpo ga wakaranai bubun ga hattara. Zehi, kite mite kurasai. Imakara mo yoroshiku onegaishimasu. Ja, boku wa maikai yun desu kido.
今からももし日本語でペリペリになりたいなら間違いが必要なんですですから一緒に間違いましょうそれじゃあ Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.